Podcasting coast to coast. Sports talk the way it was meant to be. This is Fazy's Take. Now, here's your host, Jake Fazy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fazy's Take podcast. Happy Friday. Happy June. We are moving right along, and summer is right around the corner. And we got a great show for you today. We're going to run through Fazy's Fast Facts as usual. Then we're going to talk about some MLB pay struggles and the return to play proposal. Then we're going to dive into the Lance documentary and some things about that and my opinion on it. And we're going to finish out with some UFC drama. I'm going to try to keep doing this Friday morning upload thing. Um, I've been liking it so far. I'm going to aim to have everything done on Thursday night so that it's ready to post first thing Friday morning instead of somewhere throughout the day at a random time based on when I can record. So I hope you guys enjoy that and I hope you guys enjoy this show. Without further ado, let's get right into the show. It's the start of another episode of the Fazies Take Podcast, so you know what that means. It's time for Fazies Fast Facts. Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker announced that professional sports teams can resume practice at their facilities beginning June 6th. Boston being another northeastern city where the pandemic was arguably the worst, showing some progress with the pandemic. David Price of the Los Angeles Dodgers said he will pay each non-40-man minor leaguer in the Dodgers system $1,000 for the month of June. That's just over 200 players, meaning a $200,000 total cost. An amazing gesture from Mr. Price. Karan Johnson, brother of Lions running back Karyon Johnson, is trapped in Romania due to travel restrictions. Normally this wouldn't be a big deal, but his wife is back in the United States eight months pregnant. Thoughts and prayers go to him and his family, and hopefully he can return for the birth of his child. Another great gesture from pros to minors came in the Washington Nationals organization. The player said that while the minors take pay cuts, the team will band together to pay them themselves. Hours after they announced this, the organization announced that they would pay the remaining amount per player. I don't know why this was such an issue, as owner Mark Lerner is worth $5.3 billion. Four NFL teams gained cap space on Tuesday as a result of cuts earlier this offseason. Those teams in order from most space to least are the Jets, Falcons, Rams, and Bears. In light of the recent events going on throughout the United States, EA Sports postponed Monday's scheduled Madden NFL 21 announcement. They said, quote, we'll find another time to talk football with you because this is bigger than a game, bigger than sports, and needs all of us to stand together and commit to change. Colin Kaepernick's former team, the San Francisco 49ers, are donating $1 million to help support the Players Coalition and other organizations trying to help make societal change. This is the first donation of this type that we have seen, but I assume it will not be the last. Celtics forward Jalen Brown drove 15 hours from Boston to his hometown of Atlanta to join protests this week. He said, quote, being a celebrity, being an NBA player, don't exclude me from no conversation at all. There are 97 days until the NFL season is set to kick off. The Hopkins-less Houston Texans are scheduled to take on defending Super Bowl champs September 10th. Speaking of the Texans, their quarterback, Deshaun Watson, showed his support for the recent protests on Tuesday. He attended the Houston march that was led by George Floyd's family. Congressman Steve Scalise, who was shot and injured in 2017 before returning to Congress, will conduct a conference call Wednesday with a group of 
sports commissioners, including Roger Goodell and Gary Bettman. The call will address the return of sports. The NBA has been doing a lot of work this week regarding the return to play. As of now, the target return date is July 31st in Orlando, Florida. The structure will be a 22-team format and at the latest would end with NBA Finals Game 7 on October 12th. The NFL released a memo to its teams this week. It informed them that they would not be allowed to hold joint practices over the summer and all teams must stay at their team facilities for training camps. Those are Fadesy's Fast Facts. As baseball's minor league pay struggles continue, a few teams have shown us a little good through all the bad going on. While some programs are suspending pay for their minor leaguers, six teams have guaranteed pay for them this summer. They are the Cincinnati Reds, Houston Astros, Minnesota Twins, Kansas City Royals, Boston Red Sox, and Pittsburgh Pirates. Other teams have announced their employees will see no furloughs or pay cuts Those teams are the Houston Astros, St. Louis Cardinals, Chicago White Sox, Detroit Tigers, Colorado Rockies, Philadelphia Phillies, San Diego Padres, and the Chicago Cubs. Now that we've addressed the employees and the minors, what about the current players? Well, they are currently in a battle with the league over pay cuts and season length. Last week, they were appalled by the league's proposal to them. The proposal would have seen some 78% pay cuts in a very short season. In response, some of the players said that they wanted at least 100 games with full salaries and a peek at some important documents from the MLB. The look into the documents is really because the MLB made some, quote, dubious financial distress claims to explain their estimated requested $800 million in, quote, additional givebacks. To this, basically the players' union called Bull. Uh, The union responded with a proposal of their own. This includes a 114-game season, potential deferrals, and the ability to opt out of a season. This proposal was rejected, and no counteroffer is expected. For the first time in Phasey's Take History, we're going to be talking about some cycling. ESPN released the final episode of Lance this week, the story of the career and life of Lance Armstrong. My take on this, I was a fan of the documentary, but I also disliked it at the same time. I liked it because it gave Lance a chance to take responsibility for his actions. He was hopefully flat out honest about his doping, his thought process while doing it, and the repercussions that he got. However, I disliked it because I think that this documentary was kind of used as a weapon for Lance, as a way to shoot other athletes down. It was kind of an, I went down, now I'm ratting all you out with me type of thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I do think Lance is a great guy with a great story. He's doing a lot of great things uh, for young adult cancer right now. Uh, And I mean, he himself beat cancer and came back to race. That's pretty incredible. But I do feel like he kind of just dropped excuse after excuse in the show. You know, everyone was doing it, so I had to do it to keep up. I thought he was kind of almost babyish about it in a way uh, to the point where he had the opportunity to take responsibility, but instead he decided to just say, well, everybody else was doing it, so I'm really not that bad for doing it myself. So in that regard, not a huge fan, but nonetheless, I did enjoy it, and I cannot wait for B-Water, the story of Bruce Lee, coming this Sunday, June 7th. 
There's some big-time drama shaking down in the UFC involving the light heavyweight division. Brother of Cardinals linebacker Chandler Jones, longtime champion, 32-year-old John Bones Jones, is vacating his light heavyweight title after a fight with Dana White. According to ESPN, the two had been feuding over failed negotiations for a potential heavyweight fight between Jones and Francis Ngannou. Jones claimed that the UFC informed him that he wouldn't make any additional money to move up a weight class. He said, quote, I'm not going to give up hope. The way I'm taking this whole thing is UFC don't want to budget the John Jones heavyweight move up right now. They should have just said that. Lying on me and saying I asked for too much is just unfair. That was unnecessary. Dana White said that he will eventually figure it out, and I hope he does because watching John Jones fight is way too fun to miss out on. That's all for today, guys. Uh, the show is pretty short due to everything that's going on right now with the murder of George Floyd and the resulting demonstrations. I've been doing my best to pay attention to sports news, but I've also been trying to follow updates in the case, protest coverage, and the obvious riots that, let me make very clear, are very separate from the protests. Uh, change is necessary, and as a white man myself, I do pledge my full support to do whatever I can do to make that change happen. My heart goes out to George Floyd's family and all of the families affected by racial injustice, and it is in their honor that I end this episode in silence. Thank you guys for listening.